Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon recently let the state legislature's final redistricting map go into law without his signature. That decision put an end, for now, to a months-long, contentious process tasked to lawmakers every 10 years when a new census comes out. KHOL's Will Walkie reports on how some Jackson representatives are trying to change the way redistricting is done, and they're looking to perhaps the only state more rural than Wyoming for inspiration. Senate will come back to order. Messages from the House. Late Friday evening, on the final day of the 2022 legislative budget session, Wyoming lawmakers had done everything they needed to in order to go home. Except one thing, redistricting. Still, at the time, being hashed out by a small committee behind closed doors. For everyone else, what else can you do to pass the time but watch the Pokes play Boise State from the Senate chambers? We're going to stand at ease. I understand they're going to roll in a screen for a little basketball. And uh... With less than two hours to spare before the deadline, the Senate managed to pass a redistricting plan by just three votes. That ended a more than six-month process with countless do-overs of maps and fierce debate. But Senator Mike Garou of Jackson says the fights weren't really about northwestern Wyoming. For folks in Teton County, I think the whole process worked. Unfortunately, I think as state as a whole, I don't think it worked as well as it should have. Guru voted no on the final map, he says, because two districts ended up outside the deviation allowed during redrawing. That deviation rule comes straight from the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which says all votes should count equally and each seat should represent about the same amount of people. In Sheridan and Johnson counties, the lines were drawn in a way that those citizens are actually underrepresented. And Guru says that could lead to lawsuits, though none have come up yet. If someone sues who lives there and says, hey, you guys screwed this up, I think they'd stand a good chance of winning. Then someone else is going to draw a map. Now a judge is going to draw a map. So why would the legislature create something vulnerable to lawsuits? Well, the process of redistricting itself may have something to do with it. In the cowboy state, lawmakers themselves draw the final lines, and Guru says that can make things messy. House Bill 100, that was a redistricting bill, was important to every single senator and every single representative in that building. Whenever we talked about it, everybody was eyes front because it was personal. It was about them. It was about their supposed districts. In the case of Sheridan and Johnson counties, nobody from that area was willing to compromise on the final lines. So they went with something that technically breaks the law. Literally, at one point, one senator was talking about, you know, making sure his mother-in-law was in his district. I mean, this is not the way you're supposed to do this. That's why Guru and other Jackson area representatives got inspired to look into how other states get redistricting done. And it turns out Wyoming is not the first place to deal with issues like these. My name is Nicole Borromeo. I serve as the Alaska Federation of Natives Executive Vice President and General Counsel. Borromeo is one of five members of Alaska's Independent Redistricting Commission, which was established through a citizen's vote in 1998. Before that, the governor used to draw the districts based on a board that he selected. And the citizens of Alaska wanted to make it as fair and equal representation as possible. So we moved to an independent citizens commission. Borromeo is a nonpartisan voter who currently lives in Anchorage, but has worked all over the last frontier. In her role, she says she attended 23 public hearings and spent more than 300 hours working with mapping software to present a final map within deviation this year. My goals were very simple. I wanted a fair 
and equal map that represented all Alaskans in a way that we could be proud of. The way Alaska's board works isn't devoid of party politics. The governor appoints two members to the board, the Senate and House speakers each make one choice, and the chief justice of the state Supreme Court makes the final pick. But Borromeo says, together, board members are able to see the bigger, complicated picture. It's like a maddening game of whack-a-mole. When you take in a certain census block, it skews the population. So you're borrowing from the district next door to make it within permissible deviation. So it's, it's a difficult charge for sure. Guru thinks an independent commission would be able to find compromises more easily in Wyoming. But when he tried to introduce an Alaska-style redistricting bill onto the floor, it failed quickly. Speaking during a meeting on March 8th, Republican Senator Dave Kinsky of Sheridan explained his opposition. I just cannot imagine any expert that is going to understand my district like I do. And, and so I'm just loath to turn it loose to somebody to start drawing lines. Alaska's process also isn't without its problems. The state Supreme Court has already asked them to redraw certain lines in one gerrymandering case. But in general, independent commissions can create fairer, more competitive voting districts compared to their counterparts, according to the New York Times and 538. Borromeo says the critical thing to her is that the public knows what's happening the whole time. No last-minute changes, and elected officials are treated just like any other citizen. As voters become engaged in the process and learn about redistricting, that they'll, they'll follow it. And, you know, some of those human nature aspects and misusing power will be dealt with under the microscope of public scrutiny. Now that a new map is drawn for Wyoming, Guru says other issues are likely to take precedent in future lawmaking sessions. But he still hopes this year's tumultuous process will convince lawmakers to change the way things are done before the next census in 2030. Will Walkie, KHOL News.